Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Now, today, what I have for you is uh, 11 foods that only the rich can afford. Oh, wow, Ted, come on, man. I mean, people aren't banging with bucks, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, tough times. You know, you don't have to necessarily be rich. Maybe you just had one very rich dinner where you had something. So I'm trying to justify the first thing on the list that I have eaten. I've had a handful of rich dinners in my life. I have too. Yeah, they're unbelievable. I'm still talking about about it to this day. All right, first on the list, and guilty is charged. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Iberico ham from Spain. All right. Okay. You've right. eaten this. I have. I you have this. sworn by this from the day you've eaten it. You bring it up any opportunity yes, you I can. I will. It's that good. It's the fanciest thing I maybe ever put in my mouth. Okay. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> That's that. That's a one. challenge for you, ladies. <laughs> That's right. You better bedazzle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, don't, I think that's uh, out already. Years ago. So here's the thing. And I only know, honestly, I know a lot of this for, through hair clubs. So I went to Vegas. We, we, uh, it was just me and a buddy. We went down there to see a UFC fight. And he's a little fancy. So we went to some very nice he's restaurants. He's not a little fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, your well, no, buddy. Me your buddy. Her, okay. My buddy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we had Iberico ham on these little... Like I don't know, bread pillows. I don't even know what bread pillow. They don't even serve it on normal things. You no, don't even know what I don't it know is. what like, the fancy not a, it's name not a, is. It's not a wheat thin or anything yeah, like that. Right. <laughs> but I got back and I said, "Hair club." I had this. Event. And he goes, "You had a Biraco ham," and I was like, "I did." Uh, the the pigs only eat acorn. They're wild pigs from southwestern Iberian Peninsula. Huh. God uh, bless oh, you, could pigs. You, could you imagine how pissed off people would be if you just ate that on a trisket? <laughs> uh, you got triscuits and cheese well, whiz. The only thing you got to keep in mind about Iberico was it wasn't served in the United States for years. It's only recently that you can find it in the States. Is that because there wasn't enough of it? And they finally got to the point where they, you know what I mean, had enough you know of what? a supply? I don't know. I don't, no, like If you don't know it exists, there's no demand, mm-hmm. right? Right. And it's, is it, what, does it melt in your mouth? I mean, what is the, what is the feeling? Yeah. Imagine, like, what's the fancy Italian stuff? What, like prosciutto? Prosciutto or whatever. Or whatever. Right. So imagine that times 10. Okay. Marty there. Yeah, right. that's okay. what it is. Uh, it goes for about 160 per pound. Whoa. Wow. All right, but you're yeah. not eating a pound of this stuff. No, no, no. And you get an ounce or two for 15 to 25. Okay. Uh, also in the same restaurant, don't order your steak uh, medium well. They will be snooty. Oh, sure they will. It's a steak place. <laughs> uh, La Batite Potatoes. These are about $300 per pound. What? A yeah. vegetable? Bonnet potatoes? Who I cares? Do. Yeah, bonnet potatoes. Thank you, Mike, for, for uh, nodding your head there. Uh, it's a potato. Oh, you got to be kidding me. It is a potato. So what? Right. Uh, is it pre-fried? W- how would you make it? Like, if it's that good of a potato, I like, mean, do they bake it? Do you make French fries? It's just they come like, from an island off the west coast of France where they grow. 
Uh, it's got a saline quality that comes from the seawater that sweeps into the soil with an almond-like nutty fish that comes to a kelp and. Uh, man, In other just, words, they're fancy potatoes. It's oh, a potato God. that grows by the well, ocean. Rich people eat it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like just like a regular, try my kelpy you know, potato. Like a regular kiss old, my ass. It looks like a Yukon Jack. Well, and let's be honest. The, the don't think it's a Yukon Gold, bro. Oh, sorry, man. Yukon Jack's the drink. Bro. Sorry, man. You know I don't. I don't drink my. You are dinner. fancy. Yeah. I like those Russerts. Whatever the hell it is. Russerts? Like Tim Russert. Like Tim Russert. Tim Russert potatoes. Yeah. Uh, Black Ivory Coffee. That's about uh, 1,000 per pound. Is that the the cat poop? Uh, The Black Ivory Coffee uh, elephant dung. Oh, elephant. Of course it's elephant dung. They're they're so far past the cat. During the elephant's long digestive process, enzymes break down, and the chemicals that cause the bitterness in the beans resulting in a smoother, less acidic cup of coffee. Let me me just say this. All right. Now, I understand that maybe if you are stupidly wealthy, you do this, but you have to think that the people that discovered this were the brokest people on earth. All right. So like an elephant pooped. Some dude's like, Here's I some just, beans. there's beans in this poop. Like, rich people don't go, ooh, you look at that in a pile you know, of poop. It's like, you know, it's almost unbelievably smooth cup of uh, Folgers crystals you could ever imagine. I mean, right. It's kind of like the first guy that picked probably a magic mushroom off a piece of poop. Right. Yeah, like, I'm just going to eat this, man. I'm just next, hungry. Then next he's thing like, you know, he's on a spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Next on the list, speaking of mushrooms, uh, the Mazataki mushroom. Okay. Where is that found? Do we know? Uh, it's the most expensive mushroom in the world. Uh, they grow in North America, South Korea, Canada, which is North North America, yeah. uh, Finland, and Sweden. Wouldn't you be out trying to find those things then? I mean, like if you're going to go like panning for gold. Well, most of them are expedi- uh, exported to Japan. Okay, uh-huh. they really like them. They like to eat them as sashimi. Uh, they symbolize yeah, happiness erect. and. Sexual something. Yeah, fertility. Fertility. It's Everything fungus, guy. I don't want to yeah. think of sex and fungus. Sometimes Maybe I it's like... just me. Like, ooh, I'm eating the fungus. Let's get laid, baby. Yeah, but you can have a jolly... Let me put my spores you can, you can into you. You have a jolly rancher that say stimulates fertility, and you sell the hell out of it in China. Look, here's the thing. As For a Japan, guy, yeah, I know. you know what stimulates fertility? Being, being conscious. Right, pretty much. Like, if we're awake, we're probably horny. Yeah. They should put warnings on things. Like, this is not, not good for fertility. No. Like, thanks, whiskey. <laughs> Thank you, Fireball. Right, because you Fireball. Yeah, I can't even smell cinnamon now. I'm trying to get intimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, thrill, you mentioned this earlier. Kobe beef. Yes, oh. that goes for about fifteen hundred for five pounds. Of have stuff. you really had the real We're stuff? Three hundred pounds. Once. I don't believe. So. I don't think I have either. I've, I've had something where they said like, "Hey, I've had is... American. I had an American Wagyu. That's steak what I've once had. I've had, had a like wagyu. my thirtieth birthday. And it was awesome. My first wedding anniversary. I had Kobe beef. And unbelievable, I it, dude. I mean, one, I could not spend that much money again for like two steaks, but it was, it was unreal. I bet it really I was. I bet. Uh, yeah, the uh, as they say, the luscious marbling, an intense beef flavor, and natural tenderness found in even the toughest cuts make Kobe beef the holy grail of meat for beef. It's aficionados. funny they say that because when I tried it, my review was like, "God damn, this ass is good." Yeah, but I guess that's what I was saying. It scores between a ten and twelve on the Japanese marbling scale. I don't even know how that works. That's well, about I, a four in U.S. You, uh, DA Prime. Well, okay. it's like a ribeye on steroids. It's you know, just like delicious. The marbling is so good. It's meat that melts. Yeah, exactly. I'm still not positive about all the stuff about their drinking beers and they're getting massages. I drink beer. I like massages. So what? I'm gonna sound. I'm gonna date myself and that I like uh, bad movies. The first time I ever heard of Kobe beef was a uh, great film starring Tom Selleck called Mr. Baseball. Oh, wow. okay. Hmm. 
<laughs> Tom guys... Selleck's the old guy on Blue Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh do these rich people are living. Oh, no, what did it do? To go to a, uh, an The slideshow was about to stop That's on me. I tell our head writer, Jolly Joe, not to send them to me, but he keeps on sending them anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he knows going to F me in the middle of the segment, right? God damn it. See, and now what are you going to do? That's why Other expensive stuff that rich people mm-hmm. eat. Yeah. Uh, what would you guess? Man, well, I, if you're drinking caviar, coffee, you made yeah, that, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the standard stuff. Mm-hmm. This coffee that comes from elephant poop, like that wouldn't even cross my mind. You think like oh. Jay-Z and Beyonce oh. drink that? <laughs> well, now I got to Oh, there we go. All right, now you're back. <laughs> this is a uh, Amine CME chicken. C E M A N I. I like chicken, man. I would be willing to try the best chicken on the planet. As much as I like Samani chicken. chicken? I am the Samani chicken. It's $400. You can tell I am. I got hair on my breast. Is it $400 a full chicken? $400 per bird. Okay. Uh, The chicken comes from Indonesia. Huh. Probably free range. Why can't they just go on Indonesian chicken? Instead, they give it this crazy name. Yeah, it's crazy too. You'd have to go in with a few people. The bird's all black except its eggs. Oh, so, yeah. oh, yeah, so it's just producing white eggs. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what happens, man. Can't catch uh, a break I'm, anyway. Not many American <laughs> chefs really care about it, but uh, it's sought out wisely or, or uh, widely everywhere in Indonesia. People really love it. Hmm. Mike Hawk, are you okay? I'm good. Yeah, you've okay. been sick a lot lately, haven't you? I'm all right, man. All, all right. right. I thought you were going to gag. Up yeah. next, we got the uh, black watermelon. The black watermelon. Oh, I've, seen seen that. I've seen that, too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, $6,100 per melon. I love melon. I eat melon almost every day in the summer. I ain't paying $6,100 for a melon. Doesn't it just seem, though, based be on the stereotype, right? it should be black watermelon? Uh, I believe it is engineered. Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably it better be seed I feel like, one. My, uh, uh, Ted, honestly, I felt like you just insulted me twice. The black watermelon? You don't have to keep saying it. <laughs> How much is it again? I mean, goddamn. Uh, that was $6,100. Also on the list, uh, white wow. truffles. Uh, $4,300 per pound pa- and up per pound. Okay. Right. Truffles are more expensive than drugs sometimes. And you guys are saying that the truffle oil is really not, in fact, truffle oil. Most of the most, time. Most of the most time of I've it. had hardly any. Tr- okay. It's like balsamic. You know, like you use balsamic vinegar and stuff. When you have real balsamic, it is thick and it's unbelievable. I had it on the Iberico ham. If it oh, seems, really? If it seems affordable at the restaurant, it's, it's probably syrupy. not legitimate truffle oil. Right. Miles, lastly for you, the uh, Ruby Roman grapes. 11 Thousand per bunch. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's wow. a serious grape. And somebody's probably making wine out of it too. And that I mean, I think probably you just like fifty eat it. grand. I wouldn't even eat it if yeah. I spent that much. If I'm paying eleven thousand for grapes, I am not putting it in my own mouth. Fair. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Game is big dummy eight four four nine nine nine. Ola, who is our next contestant? Ready to play the big game. Hello, Susie. Yes, Welcome. Thanks. Jesus, God. Hello, yeah. Susie. Welcome to the men's Johnny. room. Susie? Hello, Susie. Hello. Hola. Got to be crazy because it's Susie. Susie, are you sober or not sober? Sober. All right. Are you stable? Am I stable? Yeah. I mean, would people consider you a stable individual? Um, some of them yes, and right. some of them no. Okay, because I, I know one Susie, and uh, she's not stable. Uh, pick one to walk barefoot in. Will it be Bourbon Street, the Vegas Strip, train station bathroom, or a porta potty at a festival? Porta potty at a festival. Okay, that's in nice. uh, uh, second place. Yeah, that's real nice. Speak. 
All right, here is well. your question. The Concorde was a supersonic passenger jet flown by two airlines, Air France and what other airline? Alaska. Yes, Alaska, of course. Because <laughs> you know what? When you need to get to Alaska, you need to get there fast. Uh, British I Air. meant Alaskan. My bad. Sorry about that. Sir. Come on, Miles, <laughs> dummy. Jesus. <laughs> your next question. In boxing, what is the term used for an illegal punch to the back of the head? Oh, I have no idea. Rabbit? Rabbit punch, yeah. I wasn't sure about your charades on that one. I'm like, wait a minute. I think Ted's going to say donkey. I know. (laughs) Donkey? No. Tedge, a rabbit looked more like a praying mantis, I guess, was the thing. <laughs> well, rabbits, isn't that how you do a rabbit? They got the little hands up here. Well, I didn't think you did. And then when I was going to imitate a rabbit, I realized I was doing the same thing as you. Like, so I guess that is how you do it. I didn't have a carrot to start gnawing on. Well, see, you got to come prepared, bro. Yep. All right. Here is your question. Who was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? First woman. Hmm. Hmm. First woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Cher? Aretha Franklin? Aretha Franklin. Not to be confused with Urethra Franklin. <laughs> That's a piercing you don't want. The Urethra Franklin. I want the Urethra Franklin. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. Costs a little extra. To each their own. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the urethra, Franklin. I'm done. Try it it's out. just holes. It looks <laughs> like a sprinkler. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the profile of President George Washington appears on what U.S. military decoration? It's like the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Military decoration. Are you asking, uh, or are you just randomly repeating words? No, I'm randomly repeating myself. Um, Unstable minds. I have no. I am so not. Thank you. Um, I have no idea. Is it the Purple Heart? The Purple Heart. Yeah. Okay. All right, Susie, you're on question number five. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, heat's on. It feels so much longer. Yeah, don't it? Oh, it does. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it do. All right, Susie. In the game of Texas Hold'em, how many cards are dealt to each player? Six. Five. Oh, three. Two. Two. Well, you get two. That's what you dealt. Right, 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 right. How you doing today, Susie? How you feeling? Feeling kind of dumbish right now that I'm. Oh, no, but before good. this, but oh, were, you you having get... a, were you having a good day leading up to this? Yeah, and drop the ish. You don't need the ish. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was having a, a pretty good day. Okay. All right, excellent. Glad to hear that. I figured I should ask. We're getting to know you. All right, multiple choice. In 1796, a guy by the name of Edward Jenner, later Caitlin, developed vaccination for what disease? Was it smallpox, polio, or bubonic plague?
Polio. Oh, bubonic plague? Smallpox. Smallpox. Smallpox, yes. Do they have large pox? You can, but we don't talk about it. I mean, I'm assuming there are large pox. I feel like somebody had pox, but to make them feel better, that's, uh, you can't even tell, man. Well, that means like that someone, had, but someone had larger than uh, normal pox. I had never heard of the last one. Hey, uh, Susie, did you have uh, chicken pox? That's another pox. I did. Yeah, I did too. Do mm. chickens get human pox? Some. All right. At what age did they become shingles? Seems like when you're about 40. Right. Did you ever have two pox? No. All right. Here is your question. Bubonic chronic? <laughs> the bubonic chronic. I have smoked two that. Pox. I yeah. have had some of that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's an indica. What is the name of the branch of mathematics dealing with the lengths and angles of triangles? Ooh. My brother took this as an elective. And that's why we stopped talking. Lengths and angles of triangles. Of triangles. Just triangles. Just, Just triangles. triangles. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. I have no idea. Al, is it owl? Geometry. Trigonometry. Trigonometry. Oh. oh my boy. brother took that as an elective. Yeah, but see. As in, like, you have you, choices you have of take, classes. But you have to take that class no, to know you, what it means. That's what I mean. That's why nobody would know. Yeah, he volunteered. He was Seriously. like, I'm taking trigonometry. Why? Because he was probably good at it. He is very good at it, but it still shouldn't be interesting. Well, it is you a bit still hard. like they have options of yeah, classes, but, like, but he chose yeah, but like, to take that. That's it's like ridiculous. Going, it's like going on a scavenger hunt. You know what I mean? Like you got to figure out the answer to this stuff for yeah. like people who are smart. But if every time you found what you're looking for was just a pile of turds, you wouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying with trigonometry, man. I think there's an aha moment there. For people who are smart. Granted, he like is Like Susie smart here on question eight. All right, Susie, here's Hi. your question. What is the translation for the popular Latin phrase carpe diem? Oh. Oh. You got carpe this. Carpe diem is uh, good luck or bad luck. Seems good luck or bad luck. Susie, you're fantastic. Ooh, despair and agony on me. You're holding on there for more of Big Dummy. Yes, Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Now. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. The room is mostly full, yes. and the atmosphere is electric mm, for sit and spin today. But no, no, matter how good it is today, it's not going to be nearly as good as it was last week. Am I right? Oh, last oh, week was oh, yeah. charts up. Man, Classic. 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 So, you know, he came in and he didn't even remember what we did. He was like, "What did we do last?" Yeah, week? did anyway. we do one last week? And I was like, "Well, yes, we did the mind-bogglingly lyric, right. whatever." That's it was. what it was. So we've we've how wandered soon down. We this, forget. We've wandered down this road of questionable lyrics before, but usually we stick to a certain topic. Like it, it'd be like drug driving or or trying to have sex with someone that's that's well under the age of 18 years old. Oh, okay. Uh, but this kind of this kind of covers the gambit of things that that are probably may have been okay at the time or may have been kind of overlooked at the time but now looking back like wow, that is really effed up. Well, if it's a catchy yeah. tune and, and that's right. kind of part of the of, well, of the deal. We, like, this is know. what we said earlier. And a future sit and spin should be like let's just look at the top 40 songs whatever 
and find the 10 songs that have offensive lyrics now, we just can't tell because we dig the song. Sure. Isn't it like inevitably you look back like, oh my God, I can't believe I was singing about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and some of these songs, like I just, uh, I was just looking at uh, Urge Overkill, uh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, which was uh, Neil, Neil Diamond's Diamond, yeah. song. Sure. That song was a hit twice. Neil got that is a, Diamond. That is, a, that is an <laughs> effed up song. Girl, yeah. You'll Be a Woman. I can't wait to you grow up. Right. right. It's like, ah. That's a, Neil Diamond made it a hit, yeah. and then it was in uh, Pulp Fiction in 94, and they were like, God, that's a great song. No, it's not. Exactly. It's like, pedophilia. Right. This is creepy. I got your birthday right, marked so on are, my uh, calendar. These are a whole bunch of those. <laughs> Ten songs that would be uh, offensive as hell uh, right now. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop so in. very nice. So this is a Christmas classic, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Like uh, this song's been redone a zillion times over the years. I think Billie Holiday did it once. Uh, Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell did it in Elf. But basically, it's this chick that needs to go home, but he's not going to let her leave. Oh, you mean oh, oh, different reasons? Oh, like, it's cold outside. You can't go out there. Oh, she's that's like, much different. Like, but what will my parents say? He's like, baby, you know, I'm just stay cold. Cold. lay down by the fire. Like, yeah, baby, the door's locked from the outside. <laughs> exactly. Did not know that. Exactly. I mean, that's what he said. Merry Christmas. He literally says the door's locked from the outside. <laughs> Ten songs that would be offensive as hell now. So that's uh, Katy Perry (laughs) using the term gay to insult somebody. You're so gay. Even though you don't even like boys. Wow, I, I, I thought go. we were going farther back today. I thought Katy Perry was a little more progressive than that. I, yeah. So she was raised very conservative. She always talks about her maybe conservative parents. Maybe that's her problem. Okay. <laughs> Why are you that's so weird. gay and you don't even like boys? Right. Okay. Katy Perry? Katy Perry. That's a Katy Perry. Nice shoe. Oh. Does she do this in concert? I don't think so, and I think she's kind of done a 180 on the song. Uh, uh, I would hope, like, her manager's like, hey, look, man, I mean, do what you want, but you might not want to sing this. It's her one in a million. To your audience. You know gay dudes like you, It's her one in a million. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) These are our ten songs that we be uh, offensive as hell now. Eight. Number eight. Go to me, so that's the vapors uh, turning Japanese. They have denied all of So everyone assumes or thinks, or the, the, the accepted explanation for what they're talking about is it's a song about masturbating and you get squinty-eyed, right? <laughs> oh, right. no. But they have denied that. They say it's not about a person's O-face and Asian people's eyes, uh, but uh, something about it is cliches about angst and youth turning into something you didn't expect to, which I call BS. BS. Because they got to make money off it. Right. BS. Right. Come on. Seven. Number seven. He hit me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and it felt like a kiss. So this song, Jesus. <laughs> obviously, is a little messed up. Where did it go wrong? Oh, my God. So this is uh, The Crystals. He hit me, and it felt like a kiss. And he hit me. <laughs> a woman is happy that her man hit her after he found out that she cheated because that 
proves that wrote, he loves her. Who wrote this? Ike Turner? Uh, Carol, Rose McGowan. Carol King wrote this with her husband no, in 1962. No way. No joke. Wait, she Carol wrote it with King? her husband. Yeah. Like so far uh, away? She, she's uh, since then Holy has, has uh, begun to regret Do you think her song. husband's like, uh, baby, how about you don't release that song? Somebody needs to shout that out yeah. at one of her concerts. It's, it's, liter- it's literally a song about he hits me because he loves me. Play he yeah. hits me. Is this playing in? Oh, never. <laughs> Damn. There's no way a song featuring a a jug by a guy named Mungo Jerry could possibly be offensive. (laughs) Right. Uh, uh, The line in the song that uh, would be uh, unacceptable today is uh, have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. Oh, there's some drinking and driving. But he sounds so happy. What are your favorite songs? Does that the Lido Shuffle one for the oh, road? That whole song right. about drinking and driving. Lido. Right, it's so exciting. <laughs> These are ten songs that would be offensive as hell now. Five, number five. Young girl, get out of my mind. Better run, girl. Because oh. you're much too young, girl. <laughs> I know, but he's just singing. It sounds Son. so nice when Gary, he sings it. Though, Gary Puckett and Union Gap. The song is Young Girl. The chorus, Young Girl, Get Out of My Mind. My love uh, for you is way out of line. Better run, girl. You're much too young, girl. Hey, uh, Mr. Castle, real quick. Uh, a couple of comments came in regarding the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah. We didn't hear this lyric. They're saying, by the way, the most uh, disturbing lyric is when she says in response, say, what's in this drink? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. Yes. No. Yes, she does. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's yeah. a cause. That's somewhat appropriate <laughs> for the day, isn't it? Four, number four. R. Kelly is not into underage girls. Yeah. According to R. Kelly. And no Aaliyah wrote this song when she was working with R. Kelly and later married R. Kelly legally at the age of 14. This song is Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Ten songs will be offensive as hell now on Sit and Spin. Three, number three. Under so this is not the only offensive Rolling Stone songs we've had on here. Uh, uh, Brown Sugar, uh, we've okay. featured uh, as an offensive song from the Rolling Stones in the past. Under My Thumb is about controlling women, referring to them as squirming dogs. Oh, they call it the entrance music to the Supreme Court. That's <laughs> <laughs> how they roll out. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, yes. your justices. <laughs> Ten songs would be offensive as hell now. Mitch McConnell's ringtone. She's as cute as she can be. Oh, yeah. Come on, Elvis? No way, not Elvis. She's a distant cousin, but she's not too yeah. distant with me. Oh. Oh. She's, a, she's a distant cousin, but she's not so distant with me. That's right. That's an Elvis song called Kissing Cousins. I'm going to have to use that line. The song is called Kissing Cousins. Right. You're, a dis- you're a distant Jesus cousin, but you're not so distant with me. Play it at a family reunion. These are 10 yeah. songs. It'll be offensive as hell. Now we made it to number one. Explains itself. That's it. Thank you, Ryan Castle. We appreciate it. There you go. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. 
And now, everyone's favorite daytime game show, where one person could lose $325,000 and their job or win and walk away with nothing. It's time for Ted oh, versus the oh. FCC. So tired. Yeah, we got last night. Uh, yeah, they last night. Working hard as always, yeah. Ted. We're snorting. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever we mm-hmm. get our hands on, we're snorting. A PCP, whatever the kids do these days. That's what we're doing. We're up all night. It was insane. After a while, you just stop asking. You're like, just cut it up. Yep. Uh, riding a bunch of tongue twisters uh, for Ted versus the FCC. Lo and behold, we come in here today, and there is a listener submitted email. I wish we had known last and, night. And uh, as we say, listeners come first. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this one comes from Dwayne, not Dwayne, but Dwayne. 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 He is Dwayne. Dwayne, and he submits us uh, this Ted versus the FCC, and he says, guys, uh, here's one for Ted, and it goes something like this. I'm not a fan of fireflies. Those flickering, fluckering, fireflies, flucking suck. I hate those flickering, flucking, firefly flucks. The way we play Ted versus the FCC is you need to read that one time through and then three times fast. All right, Dwayne. <clears throat> you didn't highlight it, dude. You're right, I didn't. Does that normally bring you good luck? I don't know. I just, you figured you were off working all night. You would at least highlight it. No, oh, this no, was a this morning. Yeah, I highlighted the, the one ones I did. we did. Oh, no, highlighted. Highlighted. Perfectly. Perfectly. Color colored everything. Mm-hmm. For ease of use. <laughs> Ugh. I am not a fan of fireflies. Those flickering, flucking, fireflies, flucking suck. I hate those flickering, flucking, firefly flux. Three times fast. I'm not a fan of fireflies. Those flickering, fluckering, fireflies, flucking suck. I hate those flickering, fluckering, fireflies, flux. One. Well, I don't know about that. So so close. I thought you got it, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to err on the side of caution. Like, I thought you got it, but I'm like, man, I don't you know think what? So. I don't I'm know. not sure saying that word. <laughs> it doesn't feel any better. Yeah, yeah. That did suck. Screw you, fireflies. <laughs> Highlight it next time, bro. I think you're we'll breaking we'll, tradition. We're going we're to go in for the instant replay. We'll find out. Uh, Mike will be able to take care of that to find Thanks, out Mike. if we make the right call or not. But yeah, I go to the VAR. Did. That's exactly right. We'll uh, find out if that was a win or a loss. If you did not cuss, we'll put one in the win column. If you did, it'll be in the lost column. That's how we'll do this. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. All right, Bitchola, it is uh, time for a little Your Guess Is As Good As Mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant there, and you got to take uh, one of the two categories and see how many out of the categories you can get right before three strikes and you're out. So the categories are going to be uh, jobs, and uh, we've also got people who make a lot of money in the entertainment field. So, Steve, who is our contestant, ready to play Your Guess Is As Good As Mine? I don't know why you're asking me, Ted. You know who it is. James. James, welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch, holas. Hola. Hola. James, welcome to the show. Welcome to your guess is as good as mine. Do you know how to play the game, James? I do indeed, but hey, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, so can you do me a favor and uh, can you play the uh, the seven seven words that I'm not allowed to use? Well, we would play them if you would use them, and we're asking you not to do that. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's okay. kind of like, you know, like getting arrested for drunk driving if you're I just want to know drunk. what it's like. I just want to know what it's like. Exactly. Right. Just, just do that. I, no, I just, plain, I just plain don't know what they are, and okay. I do have a foul mouth, but I'll yeah. try. All right. Okay. Well, here are your categories. Okay. We have uh, what they say are the uh, 10 hardest jobs 
the 10 hardest jobs. For what you do for a living, these are very difficult jobs. And then from the entertainment world, we have the list of the highest paid entertainers and what they pulled in over the last year. So uh, the categories are the highest paid entertainers. I'll give you a few clues on that one, obviously, to help you uh, narrow it down. And the same with the 10 hardest jobs. What uh, category do you want to go there, James? On your guess is as good as mine. I feel like I could probably get a hunk of entertainment on my own, and you guys could, could help too, but I think just just based on my own skills, we go jobs. You're going to go jobs. Okay, what we've got for yeah. you is, and this was uh, thanks to a, a new survey, and they went around, they asked a 1,000 people. They said, what do you think the toughest jobs are? Uh, and it, keep in mind, it was, uh, it was done in Australia, but that doesn't really matter because they're all common jobs here, too. So, all right. Uh, so sure. they're all fair. I would think fish and wildlife if I it's Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but they are the 10 toughest jobs, according to the survey. So the way we play the game there, James, is you need to get as many rights uh, within the category before three strikes and you're out. What is your first guess on your guess is as good as mine in the 10 hardest jobs? Okay, real quick. I just want to say I'm repping team not sober today, as every day. Uh, I don't know that it will help me here, but it definitely would uh, not help me with Big Dummy. I believe that. As a guess, I'm going to say like a heart surgeon or a doctor. Just my suggestion. I would say policeman, fireman. But you could also add teacher. It depends what people think. Oh, I would think teachers in there too. Like now, as a parent, I'm like teacher has to be the worst job on earth. Uh, Policeman, just knowing what they actually deal with, is stupid. That sucks. Military. Military. A fireman. You're almost lucky if you put out a fire. You have to deal with someone got something stuck on their penis or some. Bird is on a roof. I mean, who knows? But but your guess, right. man. Well, I don't want to dish you guys because I appreciate you jumping in. We're going to go fireman first, I think. But I but I want you guys to think this over. I think that we're thinking. Um, we need to think a little higher. Like my next few guesses are going to be like, uh, like way more dangerous. All right, so okay. We're going to start with we're going to start with fireman, James. Yeah, I know. I know. I, yeah, I know for a fact. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad, dude. Yeah, I no. thought for sure that would be all there. Not on the list. Okay. Damn it. All right, now we're gonna now we're gonna step it up. We're gonna go next um, slaughterhouse, like uh, like a slaughter, someone that works in a slaughterhouse. Yeah, that's not doing it either. Dog on it. Yeah, soldier might be on there. The I mean, yeah, military. Dang. And I, I agree with you, James. Yeah, I think working no. in a slaughterhouse has to suck. But is it difficult well, or does it just suck? I mean, I think it would be hard. No, it's made. I've seen it on some lists. I lived in Colorado, and there's a couple slaughterhouses up there that are that are always making lists. So, uh, okay. yeah, let's go with Soldier. Let's go with Soldier next, and then we'll see if I can get that. Soldier number two. Uh, according to a new survey where they asked 1,000 people what the hardest job is, yes, that is the uh, second hardest job on the list. Okay, let's go with Dentist next, just because I know they have the number one suicide rate. Oh, James, good talking to you. Oh, man, oh, man. That is is not there. Okay. You guys, uh, he got one out of ten. That might be, I'm pretty sure it is the worst score we've ever had on your guesses. Easily, easily. But this is, but again, this is a difficult category. Maybe, you know, they're all different. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, Difficult. I mean, again, I, I would say, I don't know, a policeman, law enforcement. Police officer or paramedic. Okay. Is number one. So a responder. Oh, wait a minute. A responder. What? You know, put a paramedic in there. That, I mean, most firemen are do, working the stuff, too. I agree with that, other than the fact that the video it's I watched not the on guys the driving into uh, the fire in uh, Montana, wherever the hell that was. But it's, uh, I, I know they're supposed to do that first. I know right. they show up. 
Look, we don't disagree with you. It's just not what showed up on the survey. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, but it is. So I mean, maybe Australia doesn't have enough trees. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they have brush fires. <laughs> when it just stuff burns, it's like a tumbleweed. So again, uh, I'll... I mean, I would think teacher just because you got to deal with kids all the time. Other people's kids. That is correct. Teacher or child care worker and number five makes the list of the ten hardest jobs. So far, you've gotten police officer, a paramedic, soldier, teacher, or child care worker. I mean, yeah. I know fisherman always makes it, but does that count in Australia? Because I always think about the guys over the Bering Sea. I would think it does there as well, just based on... I'll say this. There's basically... There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of blue collar jobs on here. Oh, I put about a garbage man. That's garbage a tough man job. is not on the list. Dang. Construction. Construction is on the list. It comes in at number nine. All right. They say trade jobs like plumber, electrician, and construction workers are number nine on the ten hardest jobs. Uh, some of the suggestions coming in, of course, prostitutes, etc. Not on the list. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, they have coal miner or miner. Believe it or not, mining jobs number eight. All right. uh, somebody likes midnight oil there, and they got the number eight mining jobs probably only in Australia. And, uh, and here. Yeah, coming Africa. back, man. Ronnie Bovis goes after those diamonds in Africa. Somebody does. Yeah. Uh, social worker. Social worker number four. All right. These are, social worker these psychologist. Are, uh, suggestions. Because, well, not only that, but they're dealing with other people who are in not a very good place. It's a lot of the time. So, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with a lot of uh, trauma. It's you're never a happy a, story no, coming your way. it's an situation. And it might it be, end well, but it never starts you're trying well. to help, and that well, doesn't it could be dangerous, too. Oh, yeah. Right. Depending oh, yeah. who it is. Uh, people do, uh, they agree with you, Ted, the uh, fishing industry, fishing boat crew member. Yep, that definitely is. Not on the list. Not on the list. Not on the list. Not in Australia. So now they're asking, is this the hardest jobs or most dangerous, or do they both? Keep in mind. These are the 10 hardest jobs. This is a survey of other people's perceptions of it. So it's kind of hard to say. Thousands of people say, this is what I believe are the hardest jobs so far. Okay. Well, and it's Australia. They love drinking. What about a bartender? Not on the list. We have police officer, paramedic, soldier, social worker, psychologist, teacher, child care worker, mining jobs. And plumbing construction jobs. I appreciate this because it's very specific. They said, look, this survey was done in Australia. Lifeguard. Not on the list. I agree with your assessment wholeheartedly. Yeah. Is pilot on the list? Pilot is on the list at number 10. Ah, okay. Very good. Yes, pilot. Apparently very stressful. I wonder why it's so, so stressful. Why oh. don't you have a certain situation where the pilots just worked? Too much, and they couldn't right. fly the other yeah, day? Yeah, yesterday. Um, right. What about air traffic controller? Yep, somebody just it's made that suggestion. There? Not on the list. Oh, really? what, about, what about a surgeon? Doctor, doctor or nurse doctor. number three. Hey, you got me smiling. Now, you, now you got the top five. Police officer, soldier, doctor, nurse, social worker, psychologist, teacher, child care worker. There are two remaining out of the ten. I mean, no offense to doctors, but, like, you did spend eight years in school learning. You've this. done like, this. I, I well, there's one job that uh, you've cooked? done. No. You're not going to think of it as a job, though. I'm not going to think of it as a job, nope. but I but used Australians to do this. actually admit it's a job. And it's nice that they do, I guess. Parent. A parent number six. Oh, okay. Not an easy job. It really is. And it never ends. Well, it it's depends. It's a job that you never Parenting always... can be exceptionally easy. Being a good parent is what's hard. Yeah, like, you could just beat the living hell out of your kids the way you want to half the time, but you can't. Okay. So you find that inner goddamn Gandhi you have and find a way to make everything okay for everyone. New survey asked 1,000 people what the toughest jobs are, and it was done in Australia. They're all common jobs here as well. Number one, police officer, paramedic. Number two, soldier, followed by doctor, nurse, social worker, psychologist, teacher, child care worker, parent, mining jobs, 
plumber, construction worker, pilot number 10. You guys need one more. We have suggestions of oil rigger. Nope. Animal control. Nope. Animal control in Australia makes a lot of sense. No, honestly, man. Like, lifeguard animal control, I, I, that's got to be terrifying. Uh, window washers. High-rise window washers. Not so much. Is All right, we keep sewage? Th- like a sewage? I don't know what that would be called exactly. Sanitation? Yeah, like a plumber? sanitation, maybe? Plumber does make the list at number nine under trade jobs with construction worker. Uh, just so you know, at uh, number 12, uh, that, was, uh, that was a politician. Number 11 was a CEO. They just missed the top 10. And the number six uh, job that you guys didn't get there, farmer, rounds out the list of oh, the 10 okay. hardest yeah, jobs, yeah, yeah. Uh, according to a new survey asked 1,000 people. All right, there you go. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Susie, working on question number 11 for Team Sober. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the program, Susie. Oh, my gosh. So, what? when do you guys cut me off? Because I'm feeling really bad. No, no, no. We got all day. Oh, no, bad. no. We're, 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 seriously, we have nowhere to go. Yeah, we're going to be here. We, we really and, don't have uh, any place to be. And during that last little break, our boss came in and said, hey, if she stays on any longer, we're actually going to have to start paying you. Mm-hmm. You officially so you, become yeah, an employee. Yeah, it's a pretty decent uh, deal. Yeah. All right. Oh. Here is your question. What is the only U.S. city? whose baseball and football teams have a bird as their mascot. It's very near and dear to me. Yeah. A bird as their mascot. It's near and dear to Thrill. Yes. And Miles. Yes. Okay, I'm going to say Washington. Yes, those national birds and those redskins are mm. unbelievable. And the capital. The capital bird. You know, in your defense, I think Winger is a bird, <laughs> but it's Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. The, the Orioles, Orioles and the Ravens. Ravens. Yes. Collectively known as heartbreak and disappointment. All right. The Great Wall of China, located in China, was built to protect against invaders from what country? You're so quiet, I'm beginning to think you left. Susie, are you okay? No, I didn't. Oh, good, good. No, I'm just seriously feeling like a complete dummy right now because geographically I am... Did you say uh, geographically, Susie? Geographically? All right, right. just checking. Is that wrong? No, it's perfectly fine. You're you're doing great. You're on 12. Focus on the question. Yeah, don't think about me. Yeah. The things I'm saying. (laughs) Or Mongolia. The Great, the Great Wall, Wall of China. China. It's built to keep mm. out the grillers. They didn't like their beef. The yeah. grillers. Oh, no way. What's next to China? What is next to China? Well, if we told you that, that might just be the answer, see? Uh, Koreans? No. Mongolia? Mongolia. Question 13, Susie. I mean, Miles even told you the answer. I was just seeing if you were paying any attention. That's why I said, don't listen to me, Mongolia. Uh, All right. I said I had faith in you before, and you absolutely shattered my heart and my dreams. But I'm a sucker. I'm an idiot. I'm back for more. I have faith that you will get the answer to this question. Are you ready? Um, okay, let me just take a deep breath here. Wow. All right. Well, my son is listening to this, so can you imagine how, how old he is he? Is? How old is he? He is 
12. Oh, so he's old oh, enough to use the phone and call his friends, this. and so yeah. everyone could be embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. that's what I would do if I was 12. I'd call every friend I had and say, my mom's on the radio, you got to hear this, it's unbelievable. That's I'd call my mom and be like, hang up now. All right, here's your question. Robert England is a famous actor specifically known for playing what classic oh, yeah. horror movie character? Oh, yeah, Freddie England. Can you repeat the name? Robert England is famous for playing what classic horror movie character? Think of a England. Cl- yeah, think of a classic horror movie character. From like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. A nightmare on Elm Street. The character. I'm just gonna give it to you. You win by default. I'm just gonna do it. What a deal! What a deal! Oh man, that was. How many questions? That was thirteen. That was. That was thirteen. Why did it feel so long? I mean, I think we knew from the beginning. What did you say? Like, do people think you're stable or something? You say some people no, don't. I just said I know which Susie, means... and the Susie that I know is. You know, yeah, but she, she has, said, she has, she has, you know, she's a, she's a very fun girl. But she said some people don't, which means you're not. See, right. some people don't think you means you're not. The half haven't said it or nice. Mm-hmm. That's all. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at Facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Why do we manage to drink it time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the Z drink desk. Easy for you to say. And Stephen Thrillhill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast Daiso. Daiso is a popular dollar store chain in Japan. And they've already started selling their Halloween supplies, including these prank knives called finger slicers. All right, so finger slicers, they look like a normal blade, but when you press your finger against it, the blade retracts, but it looks like oh, it's cutting yeah. through your finger. Yeah, Basically, right. it's like a movie prop. We, yeah, we had those when I was a kid. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Well, they already have them on the shelves, and uh, there was one particular problem. And you're probably thinking, oh, no, the finger slicers didn't work. No, actually, the finger slicers themselves, they work just fine. The blade does, in fact, retract when you press it against part of your body. The problem they're having is that the manufacturer of the finger slices, they mixed up their fake uh, knife blades with the real knives. Oh, the Ginsu. That is exactly correct. So they've been shipping out actual knives instead of the fake knife. And as you'd guess, it doesn't retract. When it looks like it's going into your finger, it's because it's going into your finger. It'll cut through this can. That's exactly right. In the meantime, uh, Daiso, believe it or not, issued a recall. Did you ever have uh, one of those switchblades that was a comb? Yes. Oh, well, absolutely. I, I love that thing. Oh. Yeah. It, was, it was huge <laughs> among my friends when we were like fourth grade or whatever. Yeah. But they would comb <laughs> their hair all the time. And honestly, God, you want your kid to comb your hair? Buy him one of those. Mm-hmm. It's the only time those guys they did used to have mirrors people would put in their locker because people combed their hair so much. That is right. And they were all ugly. Uh, so we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. Right. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitch hola. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on radio.com. Oh, man. A double flush production.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.